Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. And a big warm welcome back to Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you as always by the Mass Collective. I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is Dr. Jim Hunt. Jim, if people don't know you, how, can you give a little bit of a background on yourself and, and sort of your UMass connections? Sure. Um, actually, I was recruited to the University of Massachusetts for track and cross country uh, back in the early 70s. Um, and uh, I had a great career in running, uh, uh, outstanding uh Coach Ken O'Brien, uh, we were New England champs. Uh, we had cross-country teams that made the nationals. Uh, we are ranked. Uh, I had the opportunity to run with six All-Americans, which uh, you know is, is rare in any sport, in any school, anywhere in the country. So we, I had outstanding teammates and outstanding uh, place to run cross-country and track. Uh, it was... Uh, it was just a fabulous opportunity, and I got a great education that uh, allowed me to get accepted to Columbia Dental School, where uh, I uh, applied for a scholarship with the Public Health Service after after um, uh, my freshman year, uh, which required me to give back uh, in, in an underserved community. So I ended up working in the South Bronx and then moved back to uh, Amherst to uh, start a dental career and, and then end up living for the, for the rest of my life. So I was originally from upstate New York, UMass, Columbia, back to Amherst. And uh, it was uh, an outstanding time for basketball when I was a student because Jack Lehman was uh, bringing teams to the NIT. Uh, that's when, uh, you know, only uh, 24 teams made the NCAAs. So to, to, uh, to succeed in the NIT was 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 a big accomplishment. Uh, we missed uh, uh, seeing you know Dr. J. Uh, he graduated early, but I got to watch Rick Pitino and Al Skinner, and a great era of basketball. Uh, all four years while I was there, it was it was a great experience in the cage. It was fun. We trained in the cage. Baseball trained in the cage, and basketball performed in the cage. And the the hockey team's locker room was in the cage. It was. It, it was a, a great sports venue uh, during that period of time. 
And we'll get to something about the cage in a little bit. But amongst the other things that people might know you for or know your work for is the Court Club. And you were amongst or the founder of the Court Club um, a little bit after you completed your, your education. What was the process like of sort of creating the the venture? And, and how do you see it having evolved in the last you know decade or so? I think I can answer that question nicely. Ron Nathan was the uh, our CEO um, of, of of the court club and uh, very, very involved. I, I still remember uh, meeting with Bischoff and McInerney, the head of physical education and the AD, and talking about, you know, we really have got to do something to upgrade this program. And they looked me right in the eye and said, we're not going to play that game of giving these out ridiculous salaries. It's outrageous. We're not going to be a part of it. And UMass was invited to join the Big East, and they turned that down. So uh, we got very lucky with the hiring of, of John Calipari, because with Calipari's hire, we're, it was a young, exciting quote, uh, coach with not, not a great uh, resume uh, being a, an assistant. But boy, was he the right man for the job. And uh, when he came on board, uh, the core club uh, grew, not great, but grew. And then the wind started to come in, and all of a sudden uh, we had an attraction. The I wasn't a starter of the court club, but I was very, very involved in the early years. And what was really exciting is after uh, Calipari went, like all the coaches do, to the Final Four, not that the UMass got there, but the coaches went there. They all had meetings and so forth. And, you know, he came back and said, geez, uh, I'm getting a lot of offers, a lot of this is there any interest in keeping me? And I said, well, what if everybody contributed to uh, your salary? Uh, would that help? He said, I think that would be it. And we established the Select 100. And the Select 100 was a group of people that just started out giving $1,000. And we we got a 100 people right away. And we uh, used that money to up, offset Calipari's salary. And that was uh, something that really uh, showed that the uh, the donors had to do something extra beyond the school's budget to attract coaches and to keep coaches. And it's certainly, you know, it, it's a process that I feel like has been adopted amongst a number of schools at this point. But the court club is is very much um, evolving as well. And you're you're still currently on uh, on its board of directors. What are the the challenges facing the court club now? And, and how do you view its current mission? I, th I think it has involved uh, dramatically. Um, you know, if you follow the lawsuits where the O'Bannon brothers, uh, uh, there was there was one year when um, we didn't make the final four, I think out in Seattle, and uh, we lost to big country and, and Oklahoma State uh, in the Elite Eight, didn't make it there. And the O'Bannon brothers, here they are, their pictures on uh, EA Sports, and they can't get a penny for it. And they sued and the NCAA said, oh my God. Uh, very exciting is they win the lawsuit and they said, okay, now you can't be on sports. And then of course, another lawsuit happened a few years ago where NIL money is approved. For an athlete to fill a stadium, to attract uh, donor donors uh, donations, to uh, fill the seats uh, and not to be rewarded was definitely wrong. So how has it evolved? Well, many of the people on the core club board understand the role of NIL 
a name, image, and likeness, and how it, it has evolved and has become a, ne a necessity uh, in, in a program's success. And of course, it, it makes for a nice synergy when you see people who are in the court club who also um, are part of the various collectives. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the, the Curry-Hicks cage earlier, and uh, this past year, you announced, uh, along with Ellen, uh, your wife, a big capital gift to UMass to help with the, the renovation of the cage. Um, what are the what is the importance to you of giving back to UMass in terms of, you know, physically renovating the infrastructure and renovating the, the buildings for the, the current student athletes? I mentioned how close I was to our teammates and um, we never had the facilities that other schools had. When we ran in the cage, we ran on a board track, which had uh, softboards and hardboards. And very often, you know, a leg would collapse and then another one would be firm. But it was our place to run and train. There was nets hanging down and the baseball team would train during the springtime. And those uh, balls would go across three or four lanes in the track and nail us. But it was uh, it was part of the excitement. And uh, so the track was where our locker room was. It's where we trained, where we uh, worked out with those tough New England winters. So the, the, the cage meant, meant an awful lot to us. But it also meant uh, an enjoyment in other aspects. The concerts there, seeing Aerosmith there, seeing uh, you know great performances. Uh, I would sneak my dorm in through the UMass locker room, and we'd be inside watching them open the doors for big basketball crowds or a concert, and we'd already be inside. Uh, so I have fond memories of it. And now they're going to renovate that uh, cage and uh, repair the roof and fix it up. And it's going to be a dedicated track and field performance center, a place where uh, the team really has a home base. It will help them with the recruiting. Uh, the facilities will have, uh, you know, weights and exercise machines, a lower track uh, for sprinters, jumpers, and a higher track for the distance runners. And uh, it's going to be something that's uh, going to be pretty, pretty remarkable. And and what followed with my donation was so many other uh, teammates that kicked in as well, matching donations and so forth that that uh, that showed a lot of camaraderie and, and, and a lot of enthusiasm. I I gave uh, ten dollars my first year that I was an alumnus. Uh, I'm in the middle of dental school. I had no money. I'm taking out tremendous loans. And uh, the next year I gave 20 and the next year I gave 30. I've never missed a year since 1978. And uh, my donations have grown. And what I have found that even when my donations became bigger and more substantial, I was the youngest member of the Chancellor's Council. You know, people given over a thousand dollars. I found that as I gave, it didn't really affect my lifestyle. My lifestyle changed the same. Uh, was it give to your hurts? No, but give to it makes a difference. Uh, and you find that your lifestyle is still uh, still the same as it was before or after the donation, uh, but you were cognizant of how you did it. I was always doing uh, appreciated stock, some other items or something, paid attention to how it affected my taxes, but um, always wanted to make a difference. I think UMass, you know, given that how close-knit the community is and the athletics community is, is really the kind of place where you get out exactly what you put in. And clearly, no, no, no not you at don't all. think so? You get out more. Uh, you get out more. Matter of fact, when I gave a donation, you want to see how the program did. All of a sudden, you paid more attention in the paper how he did and how they performed. 
you know, we went to all the basketball games. We went to all the football games. And when, when I left and when you give and you're part of that, you pay attention to how the teams are performing and you stay more connected because you gave a donation or because you did things. Somebody gives money to an NIL or to an individual player's uh, NIL. They are going to follow his statistics. They are going to get more enjoyment. They're going to have more passion. Uh, uh, so I disagree with you. You get back significantly more emotionally uh, than, than you can ever imagine. I, it's, it's been a great experience to give all my life. And I think that I've been rewarded handsomely for every donation. Do you have a favorite UMass basketball memory, either from your time as a student or in your capacities as fan, court club, et cetera? Uh, so, so many. I, I loved it when uh, Patino got uh, benched by uh, Jack Lehman, you know, and, and uh, today you bench a player and they're going to immediately recruit. But that was the time that people had to take the discipline, learn from it and grow. But I think uh, my favorite uh, probably was when we were playing uh, Arkansas, and uh, they're announcing in the paper that their second team could beat us. And of course, the team put that headline in the locker room. And I still remember Will Herndon, you know, going in and, and uh, taking a rebound, his lower hand coming up and, and dunking it over, over, you know, again, all Americans and first round draft picks for Arkansas and that and that win. Uh, but I've got so many, uh, you know, over the years, they've been so, so enjoyable. And uh, and to have uh, Frank Martin here now, uh, whose wife, Anya, was a track star at UMass. And uh, at the same time, we rebuilt the, the track locker rooms. Anya uh, was she she kicked in handsomely for uh, the renovations of the track locker rooms in the cage. So she's got a great connection with the program. And Frank, uh, you know, his. Uh, his success at South Carolina and at Kansas State, I know it's going to be uh, fruitful here at UMass. But uh, for Anya, was coming home with Frank. He understood the family and commitment. So uh, I can go on and on about my basketball memories uh, forever. Uh, sneaking people into games. Uh, I had <laughs> seats right, right underneath uh, where the TV was. And I'd always have my family and kids. There was a half seat that they wouldn't sell. And we'd pack extra people in there. Now, uh, the trips, the road trips, you know, going go, going to Maui, going everywhere, uh, going down to Florida, going, uh, you know, all the trips. So enjoyable. You're going to make it out to Hawaii this year? Uh, I do have a conflict that day, but uh, I'm negotiating with uh, St. Ellen, my wife. If, uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see if it happens. Well, hopefully, hopefully you can swing it. Um two sort of lighthearted questions that we've enjoyed ending these conversations with. If you could pick one player in the entire history of UMass basketball to trust with taking a potential game winning shot at the buzzer, who would be the person who you would, um, you know, pick to put the ball in their hands? Uh, I always liked Mike Williams. Uh, uh, Mike Williams banked in a shot. So, you know, it wasn't a good shot against North Carolina, uh, but he was, he was fearless with the ball uh, at any time. Um, I love that, you know? It's a, uh, it's a great answer. Yeah. And the last one that we've enjoyed is, and you have a probably a different perspective having actually been an athlete, but if NIL had existed back in your day when you were running at UMass, what would have been your dream partnership for a company or a restaurant or something? 
a great relationship w- w- with the pub uh, locally. They were been very supportive of the Jolly family, and now they own Savannah's. But uh, they were very supportive of events and activities. And matter of fact, with the core club, uh, before UMass services put on things, uh, it was always the, the, the Jollies and the pub that, that always put on the, the halftime food for us. Uh, but there's a, you're talking about a family that gave back in our town. And uh, I, I, I think that uh, Aaron Jolly now with Savannah's and with the pub. And, and, and second would be, uh, you know, uh, with what uh, Bistro 63 and the Monkey Bar have been very supportive over the years. Best fries in Amherst at Bistro 63, in my personal opinion, with the yeah. sauce. Uh, if people want to get involved with the court club and, and for some reason are, are just hearing about this now, what is the best way for people to go about that? Well, I think I think Patrick's uh, Massachusetts Collective has done a great job. You know, we have the Go Mass NIL, which helps all sports and all teams uh, so that, you know, if a swimming team uh, can't get in an athlete, uh, but they can with NIL money. You know, there's an avenue for people to contribute that or for hockey and all those things. But for basketball, the Massachusetts Collective is a home run. I think Patrick's uh, commitment to that NIL has been outstanding. Uh, it's so much work. But if people come along and understand its importance of NIL, that this is the this is the stepping stone to get us over the hurdle uh, so that we can cruise uh I think, uh, you know, you like how I use track analogies for basketball, but um, I think I think contrib- contributing an NLL on a regular basis, uh, you'll find it won't hurt your lifestyle, but it could have a tremendous impact on the program. And then you can then you can reap the rewards. Without a doubt. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Hunt. Um, and we're hoping to see you at some point in the Mullen Center this year or out and about around uh, McGurk in the next month or so with these three home football games in a row. This has been uh, Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, as always brought to you by the Mass Collective. Thanks so much to Dr. Tim Hunt. We will talk to you next time. As always, go UMass. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass basketballs back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit thenathanagencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.